Welcome to the First Player Token Podcast, a short podcast for folks who enjoy playing board games with family and friends. I'm your host, Derek Bruff. In this episode, I have another family board game recommendation, Deep Sea Adventure. Deep Sea Adventure is a push-your-luck game with colorful components about diving for underwater treasure. It was designed by Jun Sasaki and Goro Sasaki and published in 2014 by Oink Games, a Japanese publisher that specializes in games that come in very small boxes. Seriously, the box for Deep Sea Adventure is small, just over 4 inches by 2 inches by 1 inch. Back in Episode 3, I recommended Love Letter, a 16-card game from another Japanese designer. Like Love Letter, Deep Sea Adventure packs a lot of game in a very small package. In Deep Sea Adventure, between two and six players take on the role of down-on-their-luck treasure hunters. You're in search of treasure at the bottom of the ocean, but you've only got enough funds for one submarine. This means that all players share the same oxygen as they dive down, grab treasure, and return to the sub. To set up the game, you lay out a path of face-down treasure chips, starting at the adorable cardboard sub that comes with the game, and leading down into the abyss, or perhaps the edge of your kitchen table. The treasures get more valuable the further down they are, and on your turn, you roll dice to move down the path to get the goods. When you land on a treasure chip, you can pick it up or leave it where it is. You can go down as far as you like and pick up as much treasure as you want, but carrying treasure takes effort. For each piece of treasure your diver has, you subtract one from your movement roll, slowing you down. And for each piece of treasure, you use a unit of oxygen. There's only so much oxygen on the sub, and all the players share it. When the oxygen runs out, any player still underwater scores nothing for that round. The rules say that if a player doesn't make it back to the sub before the air runs out, they drop all their treasure. It doesn't specify what happens to your diver, although one can make a reasonable conclusion. In our house, however, we like to say that when this happens, your diver is rescued by some friendly dolphins. This means that everyone makes it back to the sub, with or without their treasure, ready for more treasure hunting in the next round. Deep Sea Adventure is played over three rounds, after which the players tally up the treasure they retrieved. The player with the highest treasure value wins. I have a few things to say about why I like this game so much, but first, let's hear from the first player token, Underwater Exploration Correspondent. What do you like about playing Deep Sea Adventure? Um, it like involves strategizing and it involves um, skill and so like when you're going down into the into the water, um, sometimes I like to uh, just go like down to like the twos and like get one treasure at the bottom and then work my way back up and get a bunch of treasures and then take away the player's oxygen so they won't so they won't make it back up with their big treasure. Is that a very friendly way to play? It's not friendly, but it's how you win. Yes. Now, do you like to play Deep Sea Adventure with just a couple of people or with like a lot of people? It's more fun with the more people that you have in the game. I think I think so too. It's a little more unpredictable. And what do you think about like the pieces, like like this guy? Well, that's pretty cool. I like how they like have the little oxygen shanks and like the 
like the diving helmets. I think it's really yeah. cute. Um, so if you were, let's say you had a friend who wanted a new, a new game to play and you were going to recommend Deep Sea Adventure, what would you tell your friend about why they should play Deep Sea Adventure? The reason they should play Deep Sea Adventure, it's, it's fun, it's competitive, and it's good for the whole family, and it's fun to play at any time. And you know what else I like about it? It's super small, so you can take it anywhere, and you can play it on road trips, or at Thanksgiving, or wherever you go. Yeah, you can. You can just put it in your pocket. Well, thank you. Thank you for being on our podcast and sharing your, your experiences with Deep Sea Adventure. You're welcome. That was my nine-year-old nephew, who loves a good pressure luck game like Deep Sea Adventure. One reason I love the game is that the choice you have to make each turn, keep diving for more treasure, or head back to the sub, is a simple choice, but it's full of tension. If you keep diving, you might find yourself carrying too much treasure to make it back. But if you stick to the shallows, the treasure you collect won't be worth much. But the treasure only counts if your diver makes it back to the sub, so sometimes it's wise to turn around early, take what you can get, and hope that the other divers don't make it back to the sub. With that shared oxygen, your strategy depends a lot on the actions other players are taking. You've got to keep an eye on how much treasure they're picking up while you decide when to head back to the sub. What's more, the tension builds from round to round. The treasure doesn't get replaced after each round, so as players pick up treasure in the early rounds, the path to the really valuable treasure gets shorter, so it's easier to score big points in the later rounds. And any treasure that players have to drop because they run out of oxygen, well, that treasure gets piled up at the bottom of the path, making for a very tempting target. All this makes for some tense, exciting rounds, and quite often a fairly dramatic conclusion to the game. I haven't said much about what the game looks like. For that, it's time for some color commentary with my wife, Emily. I really enjoy the, um, the way that the tiles here are used to give you the feeling that you're underwater. Yes. So, first of all, it's not a game board. It's just these little tiles that you sprinkle around in a certain order. And the order happens to be a value scale. What is a value scale? The value scale is when it goes from dark to light. Um, it's not referring to color, it's referring to the darkness or lightness of the color. So in this game, the designers were really playful with immersing you in the experience of being on a submarine and diving down to get these treasures. And it's all an analogous color scheme as far as the pieces, because it goes from light blue to dark blue and it's different shades of teal and this really nice ultramarine, which is really fun for a sea game, you know? <laughs> yes. And then when you flip the tiles over to see what your treasure is, it's the color of a treasure. It's gold or silver, which is really satisfying. And actually maybe a little bit bronze. So yeah, and I even like how the little oxygen indicator is red because it sort of plants this panic in you as you're watching the red get closer and closer to the bottom of the submarine because you're really feeling like you're running out of oxygen. So it's, it's a great playful way to use color in a game. Deep Sea Adventure is rated for ages 8 and up, but as with most family-friendly games, I think it's fine to play with younger players. There's no reading required and very little math, 
mostly just adding and subtracting numbers between 1 and 3. Each turn consists of a couple of simple decisions. Pick up the treasure your diver lands on, or not, and turn around to go back to the sub, or not. This makes the game easy for kids to pick up. Turns go quickly, and it's wise to pay attention to what other players are doing, so kids won't get bored when it's not their turn. There's a fair amount of randomness with the dice rolling for movement, which I find helps with kids since it keeps them competitive with adults. But the randomness might be frustrating for some younger players, who think they're on track to make it back to the sub, but then get some bad dice rolls. Also, new players often underestimate how fast the oxygen will go away, and they often play a little riskier than they should. It's rare in my experience for a new player to do well, but common for them to want to try again after their first game. Plan on playing Deep Sea Adventure twice when you teach it to new players. Playtime is maybe 20 to 30 minutes, depending on how impulsive your players are, so getting in two games in a row usually isn't hard. Deep Sea Adventure packs a lot of game in a small box, it handles up to six players, and it goes over well with all ages. My 80-something grandmother-in-law had fun with it at Thanksgiving the other year. All of that makes it great for bringing along to game nights or family gatherings. The game used to be a little hard to find in stores. I found it at the Vault of Madness, a fantastic game and comic book shop in Grand Rapids, Michigan. But it's now available in a slightly larger box at Target. I highly recommend picking it up. That's it for this episode of the First Player Token Podcast. See the show notes for a link to my website, where you can find past episodes and see photos of Deep Sea Adventure. For more board game photos, follow me on Instagram or Twitter. See the show notes for links. I've been your host, Derek Bruff. Thanks for listening. Now it's time to play some games. <laughs>